0: What is up to studying? Happy Friday, everyone. February 24th, 2023. It's the final Friday of February. FFF. <laughs> here for episode number 513 of the session. Grateful that you're joining me here today. And today we're going to take a look at Mike DeFabo's second. Mock draft. He is a writer for The Athletic, his second mock draft for the Steelers. L- last year, around this time, I started just doing reviews and talking about mock drafts that have been published by other sites. Uh, it's a good way to get to know prospects or other perspectives that people who cover the Steelers are considering. So, DeFebo's 2.0 mock draft from The Athletic, we are going to talk about that here today. Before I get into all of that, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Steel Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Don't forget about the cast that I do with Jim Wexel, the GOAT, the man who has covered the Steelers since 1995. Jim is super knowledgeable and insightful about your Pittsburgh Steelers. And big news coming about our podcast pretty soon. Be on the lookout for that, but you can check out old episodes in the show notes. And also, don't forget about the study session live, my new video podcast. It'll probably be available Sunday evening. The previous episode is linked in the show notes. Check that out. And don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. If you've ever wanted to learn how to trade the stock market successfully, profitably, profitably consistently, Real Life Trading is your one-stop shop. For stock market education, it has transformed my life, and I want to share it with all of Yins out there in Steelers Nation. That is linked in the show notes as well. So here we go. DeFabo's Mock Draft 2.0. Remember, he's a writer for The Athletic. If you're not signed up with The Athletic, I would encourage you to do so. It's DeFabo and Mark Cabali, two great writers. They put out great work of subscription, stay up to date with their perspectives and opinions. And so let's get into it. Here, DeFabo with the 17th pick has the Steelers taking Broderick Jones, offensive tackle, out of Georgia. DeFabo is prioritizing protecting Kenny Pickett. He believes that they have their guy in picket, and now it's about protecting him. So he sees Broderick Jones as the person who could potentially fulfill that role. And he talks about how a few teams ahead of the Steelers, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Falcons, and the Jets who are looking for tackle help and how that's going to impact who's available there. He doesn't obviously have Peter Skaronsky. He has Jones falling. Jones is an athletic guy at tackle. He can handle pass rushers. He's got natural talent, so I like the pick. Again, I was anti-offensive line first round, but I now see the value in that, so I don't despise it. I like it. Hey, and look who his second round pick is. Number 32, this is the first pick of the second round. He must have read my mock draft because he has the Steelers taking Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback, out of Miami. DeFabo, you're stealing my picks, brother. Again, we all know the need for corner. He talks about Stevenson's size, his physicality, which definitely is something that I talked about, too, in my mock Steelers definitely have a needed corner, so you see that addressed there. In the third round at number 49, DeFabu has the Steelers selecting Trenton Simpson, inside linebacker out of Clemson. And here's what he says about him. He says, the more I hear about Simpson, the more I find myself gravitating toward him in the draft. He says that he's fast, explosive, instinctive, good in coverage. But he's bigger than let's say a Devin Bush, he's 6'3", 234 pounds. The Steelers do need an inside linebacker. I do like this pick. I do like this pick. And then we have, actually the Fable had that Listen, in his third round pick. That's their second, second round pick. But again, they need to bolster the interior of that run defense. We know we now know that Aaron Curry is going to be coaching the inside backers. That would give him some new talent to work with. I'm seeing speculation. Oh, the Steelers are going to try to sign Bobby Wagner, who was re- recently released from the Rams. They need to get some youth at that position. This big dude might be that guy. The third round, they go wide receiver, Jalen Reed out of Michigan State. Fabo says he's not a fan of using an early pick, especially a first rounder on a wide receiver. Likes his versatility, six foot, one eighty-five, short area quickness, guy who can bring some yak to the team, can excel on jet sweeps. Steelers do need a wide receiver, so there's a name to pay attention to. Jaden Reed, wide receiver out of Michigan. Round four, they're finally, the is finally addressing the defensive line here, selecting Byron Young, defensive tackle out of Alabama. I think that's a bit late to take a defensive lineman. But again, this team has lots of needs. Again, fourth-round pick. He's a run-stopper. He's played in the SEC. He's battle-tested. He's faced good talent. This guy would be a project. He's not going to step in and start right away. you would work him into a rotation, so developmental player. And then their first selection in round seven. I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. You know how I am with pronunciations. Habakuk Baldonado, edge rusher out of pit. 6'5", 260 pounds. He had nine sacks, 12 tackles for loss. Whenever Pitt made that push with Kenny Pickett during that 2021 ACC crown. He's a project. You're, any guy that you're drafting in the seventh round, I don't care which position, their projects. So... Again, the Steelers do need to build some depth at, at the edge. So, like it. And then finally, round seven, Dante Stills, defensive tackle out of West Virginia. Again, in rounds six and seven, you're taking projects. A very productive guy in college. Finished his career 53 tackles for loss, a 24.5 sacks. Not a huge guy, but definitely has some traits to work with. And really, that's what you're looking for in terms of your late round picks. So there you have it. The Fabos mock draft. Again, good exercise to start getting familiar with whom Steelers beat writers. See the Steelers targeting in the draft. I'll continue to go through these here on the study the next couple of weeks. My next mock draft will be coming out following the combine, and then I'll have one after the first week of free agency. But we are pressing forward. We're moving forward. we got to start learning these prospects because the draft will be here before you know it. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end of this conclusion of episode number 500. And 13 of the study session my gratitude and appreciation to yin's beautiful beautiful studying don't forget about the podcast i do with jim Wux over on his site still sitting insider it's linked in the show notes don't forget about the study session live new episode coming to you on sunday and don't forget about our affiliate partnership with real life training linked in the show notes i hope you have a phenomenal weekend ladies and gentlemen yin's guys and gals out there in sealers nation i love Yin so much I'm sending all the positive energy that I can your way. I'm wishing you just a moment this weekend of peace where you just feel good. You feel great about your life. You feel optimistic, hopeful. Do something positive and uplifting for yourself and someone else. And remember, on this beautiful Friday, February 24, 2023, the last day, last Friday of February. We're hitting March. March is my favorite month, by the way. Remember this life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everyone make it a great day